Hello and welcome to another episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. I'm Doug. And I'm Kaylin. And this is the Geekery Radio Hour episode 101. Wow, it is. Kaylin and I are doing an experiment to see if we can still do the Geekery Radio Hour or a podcast. The question is, do we still have it? Yeah, do we? And by it, I mean talking skills. (laughs) That's it. Yep, you got it. Yes, and. Full stop. So what's up, Kaylin? Oh, not much. Um, It's been a mere, doing mental math, four months since we checked in. I don't know. When did we do that one last? I think November. November? I think so. Really? That's a surprise to me. I don't know why. Did it feel late, like earlier than November? (gasps) The early November. Hello, how are you? (laughs) And your hair. Um... I guess it, no, I guess that feels right. I'm going to just look it up. I'm not like sure. correcting you. November 17th was the last episode. I told Damn. you. And November. November was five months ago? If I'm doing the mental, I guess, no, I guess okay. three. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kaylin, if you're doing that, that clock math, mm. or you're doing calendar math. I'm doing calendar math. So what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Doug. Mm. We don't got it. We don't, I don't think got so. it anymore. I don't think so. But we wanted to get together for a special episode to talk about. We saw Ant Man. Yeah. Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yes. Right? We felt like that was something that was like. We felt. I keep using this broad. I was like, I text Kaylin and I was like, hey, what are you doing the next day after we see Ant Man? Yeah. And you were like, I don't know, I'm free after three. And I was like, you want to just like. I do think a I podcast? even said like, as a bit, do you want to do an episode <laughs> of Radio Hour? And you're like, okay. I okay, so here we are. <laughs> I know I answered you in such a shitty way. I think I was just like, sure. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. And we haven't done it in a minute, but it's always a pleasure spending an hour talking into the void with you. Yeah. Speaking of voids. Uh-oh. Whoa. What? That movie. Uh, okay, so from here on in, I think we're going to basically be talking about Ant-Man spoilers. Sure. Until we go to a Commercial, song. you were going to say? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, spoilers ahead. I really, really like this movie. People are giving it a hard time. I can understand why people are giving it a hard time. Mm-hmm. But overall, I loved it. Yeah, I really, really liked it. And but like the the thing is is like it's the the reason why I loved it was because of Michelle a Pfeiffer? couple of characters. Uh-huh. Yes. Like not just Michelle Pfeiffer doing her like butthole mouth. Every time she was like, stop talking, her lips were pressed together except for a little hole, like a little butthole. I did not clock that. I clocked it. Sure. Because the whole time I'm like, damn, she looks fucking good. Yeah. Like, she she looks great. But I know she's like pursing her lips Uh every time she stopped because nobody, nobody has their mouth open that, (laughs) that small. (laughs) Like, it's either you have your mouth agape or it's fully closed. There's you, you intentionally have to make that mouth. Unless maybe it's fillers. Maybe. And the fillers make that happen? I, okay, so I've seen, like, some movies with Michael Douglas, but I don't think I've ever loved him more than in this movie. He was the best version of Hank uh-huh. in this movie. Yeah. He was just out of control, out of pocket. And just a fucking delight. Like, anytime he was on screen, he was going to say ant no less than three times. (laughs) Yes. It's the ants. And there was, like, certain (laughs) scenes that happened where I was expecting his reaction to be written totally different. Uh And I was pleasantly surprised that it was, like, completely out of left field. I, I cannot express enough how much I loved him in this movie. I, like, definitely didn't think I was going into Ant Man and the Wasp and being like, I'm going to come out fully just paying attention to Hank Pym, Ant-Man, and... <laughs> and um, you didn't expect to be a Michael Janet Douglas stan. I did not. Yeah. I really did not. Right on. But I cannot... I can't stop saying hey, how much I love the two of them. This is out of left field, but do you know why they they people are a stan? Me? Yes. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. The audience? The audience. Do you guys know? Let's... You run to like Dora the Explorer rules. Sure. Like, do you guys know what stan means? No, what's Two years Stan? later, you're going to explain it? <laughs> sure. I Maybe I'm just late to the fucking game. Um, but Stan just comes from the Eminem song, Stan. Mm-hmm. 
And it just means like he was fucking obsessed with, you yeah. know, Eminem. To be the character Stan, Stan. from the song Stan. Yeah. I honestly didn't understand. That's so funny. I didn't understand, understand. it. Anyway, back to <laughs> But so like, uh, there's like moments in this movie where I feel like the movie's trying to tell you that like Evangeline Lilly and Paul Rudd have like the chemistry. Zero. And like, where? Zero. Where? Show me on a graph. I honestly think it was on her part. Yeah. I think her character just sucked the whole time. It was so weird. It, it wasn't like she was necessarily like there was just nothing there. Liz there was no comedy. The There's no. Goes, they have like siblings. She said that a lot. You say she said <laughs> it once. Like... You say she said it once. She sat right next to me. She said it a lot. <laughs> like anytime the two of them were like embracing, she's like, "They look like siblings." Yeah. <laughs> like... I sat right next to her and I, every time she's like. Anytime they were in a shot together, she uh, said it. And I was like, yeah, Liz, I heard you. <laughs> I, I don't know. And now I can't get that out of my head. I, I, the whole, I don't know. I can't get past the two of them. There's nothing no. there. I don't But know. I don't think she's necessarily a bad actress. No. I just feel like maybe they didn't give her enough to work with. Like, she really wasn't any pivotal point whatsoever, except for the ending. Yeah. Which I feel like really came as a surprise to me. Too. Yeah, I was for like, sure. oh yeah, okay, cool. She'll jump in and help in this final moment. Yes, right. Like I wasn't expecting it to be her. I was expecting it to be to be Cassie. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I would think it would be Cassie or my set. Okay, so here's my runners up. Mm-hmm. I would have thought first it would have been Janet to okay. be like, I need to fucking write this wrong. Whatever. Yes. Right. That I thought it would be Janet, and then follow up would have been Cassie, and then yes. oh no, it's this fourth thing you wouldn't have predicted. So that was one of the things that like I had a problem with. Mm-hmm. It's because when Janet gets to the quantum realm, you find out like pretty quickly that she's pretty much a badass down there. Like yeah. she and like a like, celebrity has... to a degree. Yeah, like, she's known. She's very well known, but more importantly, she has like. Like fighting skills Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't expect from an older woman just randomly. Like she did this one combo when she first met that one guy and chopped his arm off. And I was like, that was dope. Yeah. Like I wasn't expecting that. Some like knife work. But then when she was like with, I forget his name. Um, Krylar. Krylar. The Bill Murray character. No, not Krylar. Who's Kang? There we go. Um, when she was with Kang, she was like, I'm a frail woman. Mm-hmm. Like, you couldn't try at all to fight him. Like, I get it. He mm. has, like, some sort of telepathy kind of thing going on. But, like, she was just falling all over the place. And she said, like, when she point blank turned to, um, what's Evangeline Lily's character? Hope. Hope. When she turns to Hope, she's like, we can't let him get it. I thought... She's definitely going to sacrifice herself. I thought she was going to sacrifice because herself also. there was also a note where she said she's like, I just wanted to come back and be your mother. That mm-hmm. was like kind of her excuse to like get away with some shit, which I honestly didn't think that was that bad. No. I thought it was going to be this horrible thing. And I was like, oh, OK. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so she said she just wanted to come back and be her mother. And I thought she was going to resolve the whole situation and the mess that she created by sacrificing herself. And she had had a chance to come back and be her mother. You yeah. know what I mean? No, for sure. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really understand the, like, she became a badass, but then she wasn't at the end. She uh-huh. was just kind of... I don't know. I, I guess, there. like, some of this movie does have to in its existence has to undo like the previous movies. I don't really remember exactly everything from Ant-Man 2 but I know that at the end they're like experimenting with the quantum realm Mm -hmm. and now all of a sudden in this movie we're like the quantum realm is off the table. We're not talking about it. We're not going there. We're not doing anything. And like if they were able to send Scott into the quantum realm in the second movie at the end Mm -hmm. and like so he could go like fuck around and see what's down there and stuff then like wouldn't she have a problem with that yes. then? Yeah, she was yeah. like helping Hank get him there yeah. back in that movie. So it, it kind of has to undo that. But also, like, in that note, if Scott doesn't go in the quantum realm at the end of Ant-Man 2, then mm-hmm. he doesn't come back to save the day in Endgame. Yeah. Right? Like, so it's it's such a weird thing to be like, 
backpedal on that yeah. story because it is important. Yeah. It so is it's important. like they tell you in these movies that there's a grand plan, and it's like, well, is there, or are you like you're really just writing? The when grand are we plan gonna? Go? When are we gonna find the grandest plan? I don't when will it end? To be honest, because there's like, oh, now there's another group of people. That Kevin fucking... Feige, the like architect of this whole yeah. MCU thing, was like, oh, well, the comics have been going on for like eighty years, so I think that these movies could go on for like eighty years, and it's like, no, Mm-mm. no, Mm-mm. no, because a comic. It comes out in very short spurts. It's, this is not, like, it's not, they're not one-to-one, man. Like, you can't, this was movie 31. Wow. In the whole thing last night. Movie 31. Which is hilarious because Baskin Robbins' whole thing is 31 31 flavors. flavors. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you can't. That's funny. I loved, all of the weird cameos in this movie were great. The fucking dude from I Think You Should Leave. Yeah. He's like, he admitted it. Yeah. That guy. I love seeing him in this movie. Cheedy, obviously. Yeah, that was Any, really cool. This is another too. thing that Liz said. Anytime Cheedy came on the fucking screen, she'd go, Cheedy. Cheedy. I know. <laughs> I see him. Like a drinking game. What is his name? Harper. William Harper? William Jackson Harper? That sounds right. Harper Jackson, something like that. William Jackson Harper. Um, he was funny and stupid. I did like all the stupid characters. There was like a very strong, this is the cantina from Star Wars I vibe. No one said that when they walked into that, li- in, literally into the cantina at one point. Right? Where like the bartender has like six arms and is serving all sorts of yes. crazy drinks and everything. I, I I don't know how no one was like, you literally lived in Star Wars, Janet. Like, yeah. <laughs> right? This. Just like even just a, a short comment about it because uh-huh. it was like so fucking similar. In movies filled with terrible, obvious jokes. I can't believe they didn't use this terrible, obvious joke is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It, but oh. speaking of the obvious jokes, mm-hmm. hilarious. The whole Baskin Robbins thing. It t- All of the They Baskin tied Robbins the Baskin Robbins really in. So many times, mm. but each time it was fucking great. Yeah. Like, it was so unexpected. I thought, like, okay, the first one, they're going to be done with it when he's taking photos in the bathroom Robin. Yeah. There's, like, it sucks. I know this is, we're going to spoil things, but, like, I don't want to spoil everything. But I guess we have to because people are listening to this. They have yeah, to have seen warning. it already. There's this warning. What? And also I'm assuming that there's people could be listening to this. Assu- yeah, it's very We've been gone. You. We've been gone for a bit. Um, but yeah, when he popped up in the piles, it was just like all different versions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. possibility. When you see, like, yeah, the other possibilities. Yeah, it was all different possibilities of whatever action he should make. And mm-hmm. one of them down there for no reason was... In the full Baskin Robbins <laughs> uniform, that was really funny. And he like helps him the most get up there. Like, yeah. <laughs> fucking killed me. All of the stuff with Modok was a lot of fun. Down to like, I love the way that they created Modok. Oh my god, who was already in these movies before? When I tell you, f- okay, first of all, full disclosure, I didn't know that this was like a character. I had no idea what was coming. You didn't know of Modok? No, not at all. Like, the only, like, it made so much sense because Doug tweeted a picture of a drawing he did of Modok, and I was like, oh, that's probably, like, some comic book thing, which it is, Mm -hmm. but I didn't register whatsoever to me. I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? And then when it fucking showed up on screen, like, I couldn't contain myself. Uh I hate making noise in a theater, and... When him and uh, Cassie <laughs> doing their back and forth about being a dick, uh-huh. I I felt like I was gonna fucking piss my pants. I was laughing so fucking uh-huh. hard, and then the ending. He was hands down the best character. One of the things that made me really glad that it was in him, that film. That yeah, I think his name was Darren, right? It, yes, One definitely of the was Darren. About it being Darren from the first Ant Man movie that was really funny was when Cassie was like, you know. Uh, my life hasn't been the same basically since you and that man dressed as a bee fought in my bedroom when yeah. I was six years old. And like now he's back. You know? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. And she did that thing where, this is more spoilers, but whatever, where she like has him in the tether and she's like slamming. She did like. Oh her, my God. Like, the whole when she gets big. Yeah. yeah. That was really funny. 
Oh, all of, all of his fucking lines were hilarious. Yeah. The comedic timing. The writing alone was just fucking... It was so simple and stupid. Uh-huh. But coming from that fucking Modoc-looking thing, yeah. like that giant face in a television with like these the flaily world. arms it was done so well yeah I, you've never seen my modoc coffee mug i have i think so that, yeah like, it's fully handled. but i wouldn't i wouldn't recognize it from anywhere yeah i i'm probably just like it's a comic book thing uh-huh. you know what i mean yeah There's, that by far is one of the most insane things that they've ever like adapted so coming from reading the comics mm-hmm. It was a it was a good translation. I think so. Of him. I, with all of this MCU stuff, all of it comes and goes with like a fucking grain of salt. Like, mm-hmm. think about how integral Iron Man is to Spider Man in these movies. That's not a thing that's in the comics. Yeah, that does, you know, this is these movies need to be looked at through the lens of like the comics have their own universe, mm-hmm. and different writers have been writing them, and different writers would write. You know, write these characters all different ways. Yeah. This is just a different interpretation of all of these characters. Sure, why not? You know, it's no different than, like, you know, Dan Slott writing Spider-Man for all these issues versus Stan Lee writing Spider-Man for all these issues. Now, this is just someone else writing Spider-Man. I think, like, the best translation from comic to movie, or at least, like being able to have all these different mediums is that, like, honestly, the huge portion of, of the later... What do they call these later films in the MCU? What is this, Phase... We're, this was the first movie of Phase 5. Phase 5. So maybe this is Phase 4 leading up to it, mm-hmm. is that there's a multiverse. There's tons That's of different things thing that yeah. can happen in different reality spaces they want us to believe you know that, like the nicholas cage ghostwriter movie is existing in a timeline somewhere else sure that the brian singer x-men movies exist on this timeline and yeah. whatever you know daredevil with ben affleck all of this stuff now is canon technically but that's what i'm way. talking about like even with the spider-man movie yeah. the last one like you had three different spider-mans with three varying different stories mm-hmm. i mean along with the same premise of everything yeah but things were done a little bit differently in each, but they can all exist in one huge universe. Yeah. Because things are just happening yeah, so simultaneously. Like, Modoc is not, as ever I read, this guy who was once Yellow Jacket and now it turned into this thing. But it works. It makes sense. Yeah. It's the best way to get this character there, I think, easiest. I think you that's know, I think that's pretty perfect. Like people will say, "Oh, it's burnt off now. He can't do Modoc again, whatever." But like, mm. in did you watch the Black Widow movie? Yeah, we in went Black to Widow, go see it. Black Widow's villain is called Taskmaster in that movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like the one she can like um, predict your moves or whatever. That's yeah, what the whole thing was. But that in the comics continuity, the Taskmaster is a mutant who can, I think, a mutant at least who can do that, and mm-hmm. like. People were pissed because, like, you've burnt off the idea now of Taskmaster in this movie that, like, has a muddled continuity anyway because it takes place before all these other ones. Mm -hmm. Then they're just gone at the end of it. You've killed this character idea. You've done, like, a bastardized version of it. Yeah. And you've done such a disservice that, like, the character also will not be that character ever again. You know? Yeah. So, like, you've burnt out that idea. And that's, like... Marvel has hundreds of thousands of, you know, characters and everything. Like, you haven't really burnt off any ideas. Yeah. Just find something else. Do something different. And honestly, this is science fiction. Mm -hmm. There's always a fucking way that they can come back. Yeah. Do it again. They could always. Whatever. I don't know. I mean, whether it's going to be good or not, that's Uh subjective. But, like, it's I'm pretty sure. Fiction. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. They say, like, all of these movies and TV shows are, like, run together and they're canon now, right? In The Runaways... Elizabeth Hurley played the Enchantress, and I'm pretty sure Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza is going to play her in the Agatha Harkness TV show. Yeah. So it's like, that shouldn't those all be in the same continuity also? But, you would think you know, so. Then they'll be like, oh, well, actually, Runaways isn't because it was on Hulu. But the whole idea when it started was that they were all connected, yes. you know? Yeah, 100%. When you start looking at these things too finely like that, it just stops being fun. That's why I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. going to turn my brain off. I'm going to watch Ant-Man. I probably will watch it one more time when it comes to Disney Plus, and then I probably won't watch it again. That's hundred percent. Like you that. have to you have to give it a second watch, especially not mm-hmm. in the theater. Um and honestly, I 
you would say you wouldn't watch again. I think I would watch this one again. Yeah. And especially because, like, watching the Marvel films, you know, in order mm-hmm. has become, like, a thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'll do that probably once every I year or so. I can't do it anymore. Now that it's 31 really? movies and it's, like, on I top s- of that, like, six You know what TV I do, shows, though? It's probably know? stupid to do it in order, but I skip the ones I don't want to fucking see. Yeah. Like I don't want to see. I see. I watch Iron Man one, I, but I won't watch Iron Man two or three. I don't think these three. movies were good until Avengers. The, I think. I truly. Well, I like Thor. Thor one. Thor one. You watch? Yeah. Really? I would rather not watch Thor two. If anything, I loved Thor two at the time. I know it's trash now. You're but. dumb. But then Thor three. Thor three, great. Yeah. I think that it's like you can watch Avengers, and then you watch like. The Captain America movies, both of them. Okay. I really like Iron Man 3. Is that... Though. Which one is that one? Is Iron that Man one? 3 is the one where it's like... Um, he has PTSD from Avengers, from like when he was in space for that minute and then fell yeah. back to Earth and everything. Okay. And like that guy, Aldrich Killian, creates like that extremist thing where like everybody's super... Everything is like... Oh, I created a super soldier serum. That's the yeah. whole fucking friend. <laughs> I created a robot suit or I created a super soldier serum. That's the um, whole MCU. <laughs> like Captain America, but make it different. But my blood is poison. That's all yeah. that was, basically. <laughs> make it a different class. Like yeah. you're not rich. You're actually poor and weak. Uh-huh. Wait, no, you're not poor and weak. You're actually rich. <laughs> Weird. But um, that's the one where like... He destroys all his suits at the end of the movie and everything and makes this big dramatic gesture. Piper Piper Potts wears one of the suits as rescue to save him at the end of it. Yeah. You know, I enjoy that one, but just because I really like, um, oh my God, who made that movie? Jesus Christ. The dude, he did like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and I think Lethal Weapon 3. Um, He's got a weird Christmas fetish. All his movies take place around Christmas. Even that movie did. Really? Yeah. I'm trying to think of his, uh, it's not, um... Oh my god. Hold on. I'm gonna think of this. I keep wanting to say Don't don't tell me. I'm okay. gonna fucking I'm think of this. This it. is horrible for podcasting, but I really mm-hmm. wanna think of it. Fuck, what is that guy's name? Charlie no not Charlie. Um Shia LaBeouf. Shane Olson. Shane Black. Shane Black. Yeah. That's not you know what I was thinking of? Hmm. Guy Ritchie. Uh, I almost said Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Guy Ritchie has like an aesthetic too of like. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang always reminds me of Guy Ritchie. But I think that's. Yeah, but I think that's because. Fuck, what's that one movie he did? Um, God. I'm not going to do this on air. I'll do it off air later. (laughs) I'll go look it up. (laughs) There's a reason though. And I don't think it's like anything important. I Uh think it's because. The artwork for the DVD for Kiss Kiss Bang Bang uh-huh. looks similar to a Guy Ritchie film artwork for their DVD. And that's uh, truly the whole thing. Revolver? Maybe. Maybe. That's like from the same time. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was from like 06. And, or maybe Rock and Rolla. Maybe. It's probably Rock and Rolla. I can't really see too well from over here. Snatch. You know what? It actually could be any of these movies. Those True. movie posters for, like, action movies from the early aughts are all, like, the fucking same. Yeah. It's, like, a guy with a gun, you know. The Did Departed. you ever see Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? I don't know. Oh, dude, I love that movie. Who's it, in it? Um, it's Val Kilmer mm-hmm. plays a cop mm-hmm. who needs to enlist the help of um, Robert Downey Jr., okay. who is a crime novelist, and... There are crimes that are happening in the style of his novels. I don't think so. And he needs to, he needs to help, they need to like help each other to find the killer or whatever. No, I don't think so. And this movie has a strong tie to Veronica Mars. In season three of Veronica Mars, Veronica figures out who the killer was um, because of the movie Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Someone had watched it on like, on a hotel, like, pay-per-view thing. Oh, yeah. so okay. So she's able to find out who... Who watched like, the movie? She, like, interrogates what, someone the, and says something about Grand? the... Yeah, of course at the <laughs> Neptune Grand. She interrogates Mercer, I think, about, like, the end of the movie. 
And he's like, he says something wrong. And she's like, she knows then that, like, he hasn't seen the he movie. He hasn't seen the movie. And <gasps> the person who is innocent That's will it. not have seen the movie. I remember because they, they were having an affair. It, it was, was yeah, the Mercer teacher. And, yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. The TA did it. Yes. Uh-huh. Crime of Passion. Wow. Well, I love it. God, that's such a good show. But so yeah, like I, I don't know. I, I, I think the Captain America movies, Winter Soldier and Civil War, are really, really good. Mm-hmm. None of this is like you know crazy to say, whatever. But like you know, those mm-hmm. I like the first Guardians. I don't think the second one's very good. I think the second one is like an absolute retread of well, the first movie. We did actually see um, a preview for the third. That one looks cool. Yeah. Like I'm excited for. It more looks of like these. it's going to be very sad. It does look like it's going to be sad. I love yeah. Nebula. Mm, yeah, I like love Nebula. Is and it because you really like Karen Gillan though? Because yeah, she's helps. she's great. But like also everything that her characters become from this like tortured second evil child robot kind of thing. Like, you know, yeah, thing. like this less yeah. than mm-hmm. and like everything she's gone through yeah. in these movies. It's now really cool. this is another thing. I I mean I guess we can say this without mm-hmm. feeling bad because it's a preview that's currently available that you can watch. But like, there is a little bit of a hint of a relationship between Peter and Nebula. I hope not. I don't think so. And I'm like, I don't think so either, uh-huh. but like maybe. Unless. I don't know. <laughs> I hope that that's not really a thing. Cause that'd be so weird. My favorite thing that's happened from this Ant-Man discourse right now is mm-hmm. people have come out of the woodwork and said like okay so ant-man has like a bad rotten tomato score and people are Terrible. like oh this is the first time that a mcu movies had a score this low since eternals and now people are like actually eternals was really good and i'm like fuck you i love eternals i know you do what are you coming out of the woodwork all of a sudden like oh this is but a that's movie. the thing you said that it took you Two times mm-hmm, to like, and then it. when you watched it a second time, you just watched yeah. it a lot of times yeah. after that, and that's so fucking true. I barely got through the first time watching it. I was like, mm. "This is so fucking boring." It's long, and it is a lot of like talking. Yeah, in a beautiful location. Or whatever, and I don't you know. know, I don't know what the difference is between watching it one time versus watching it a second time. But after I watched it the second time, I was like, "Actually, this fucking rolls." Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I think there all was the different turns and surprises of like the final act of that movie are it's a lot. It like, it is a lot. There's a lot that happens. It in is that final very act. long. Yeah. And I think maybe you're right. I think the fact of taking out like where it's supposed to go and how it's supposed to end mm-hmm. versus like watching it a second time and just appreci- appreciating it for what it is. It is just it is truly at its core. It's about like twelve folks who are immortal and like just Jump existing house. you know what i mean like existing just, in a house <laughs> it's the real world yeah with the stakes of this this giant in the sky is gonna gobble up your planet yeah <laughs> or birth from it rather it really does go fucking everywhere which is wild <laughs> but i think this is like hard for people to process because this movie kind of stands alone there's no um, preface to it mm-hmm. to explain like the internal at least the, that I don't know in the movies mm-hmm. not necessarily comics but it just kind of starts out of nowhere yeah this movie from start to beginning is just a slice out of a, a, a portion of time that happens there's really truly no beginning to the film you're just kind of thrown into mm-hmm. the life of this person yeah and then by the end of it it's not truly an end either no. so you're kind of it's just a middle part and mm-hmm. you're like okay but it's what? really good Kaylin, for what it is. I'm surprised that people don't like this because you know what Gen Z loves is a middle, middle part. part. <laughs> I hate you so much. Doug has a black eye. I do have a black eye. I punched him. Kaylin came in today and said, oh my God, do you have a black eye? And I said, yes, I was in a car accident. Yeah, okay. Why so did I say it like that? Yeah, you said it so normal, but also... You had a car accident a couple of days ago, and I just saw you last night. Mm-hmm. And I, for the life of me, maybe because it was dark and a dark... Th- obviously, I didn't see your face guess, in the theater, yeah. but, like, even when we were out getting popcorn and stuff, and when I walked in today, there was literally just, like, a bruise mm-hmm. under your eye. And he just said it so casually. I got into a car accident the mm-hmm. other day, and I'm like, wait, what? And he's like, I'm fine. 
the car is fine. I just got into a car accident. No big deal. Yeah, I'm like, big what? and then I go, then why do you have a black eye? Mm-hmm. Oh, if you're fine, <laughs> if fine. If you're fine, then explain and why. And the car is fine. How did your, how do you have a bruise under your eye? Yeah, no, I was rear-ended where literally everyone in this area gets rear-ended merging mm-hmm. onto Route 35. Not when I'm not. Yeah. Kaylin, I'm so sorry to say this. Your time will come. I hope so. I hope they total <laughs> my fucking car. I mean, it's worth a nickel, maybe. So <laughs> I think one dent it should be good. Um, should we go back to Ant Man really quickly? Yeah, go back to Ant Man. Should we have final thoughts? Wait, I want to ask you one question first. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanna, I wanna honestly know what your favorite scene was in the movie. From this movie. From this movie, yes. My favorite scene from from this movie that we just watched yesterday. Yeah, the one last night. My favorite scene from Ant-Man. Ant-Man and and the the Wasp and inside the quantum mania realm. My favorite scene. Can I just... That's um, the name of it, right? Can I boil it down to like um, a series of scenes? Like just one thing. My favorite thing from this movie was truly every time Michael Douglas had ants. Oh, okay. Anytime that he was on screen, he needed to remind you that you were watching an Ant Man movie. <laughs> and that when it comes down to it, the core of these films is ants. And so, I've been so, talking to ants. You know what? I every time I watch one of these films, I'm like, ants are really fucking cool. Yes. They really truly don't get enough. That is my takeaway, is that like maybe I want an ant farm. You know? That would be cool. Doug, I hope you know that they're not gonna build like a civilization i'm not trying to there. talk to them i just want to watch them i mean actually thing. i should i should reframe that because they will build, they a, will civilization, build a civilization but they won't build one with like i had technology. an ant farm caitlin as a kid that i got from the dollar tree in brick okay um <laughs> there's <laughs> a lot of information so i got an ant farm and caitlin this it makes no sense that this happened at the same time. But have you ever seen the episode of King of the Hill where Bobby Hill gets an ant farm and he becomes the queen ant? Yes. And he starts mushing around sugar in his mouth and feeding the ants? Yep. That happened the same night that I got my ant farm. Weird. Yeah. And I loved my did ant farm. Did you mush around sugar in no, your mouth? I did not. I was not <laughs> hypnotized by the queen or whatever. Like, but ant farms are really neat for that, like, just to watch them go mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. And it's also, like, kind of disgusting because I'm, like, a human being who's, like, let me gain pleasure from watching the work of these little animals. I don't, like, you know I mean? like, I don't like that you use the word pleasure. Well, what is it? Uh, it's entertainment. It is, is it entertainment. Are you not entertained? Pleasure, not makes, entertained, me pleasure makes me think that's, like, a sexual thing. No. <laughs> and um, I don't like that. But, um, like, it's, it feels weird to be, like, ugh. Are we just an ant farm and some... Shut up. The men in black, (laughs) when men in black zooms out and we realize, like, we're all just existing on this marble and these two aliens are literally playing marbles with the marble that is our universe, our galaxy. Uh, Do you think that picked up? (laughs) What was your favorite part of the movie? Um, I really thought you were going to say... The Modoc scenes. Those are my favorite. Modoc I enjoyed scenes, the Modoc scenes. But and I... the guy with the holes. The guy that didn't have the holes and then he had the holes. <laughs> with the, like this slime guy. I think was he like, was just weak. He was just. The ooze. Yeah. The slime, whatever it was. I think it was ooze. And I think he was just honestly just. He, okay. This may be controversial. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was a better Jar Jar Banks. You think he had that like he, in, in like the he runs around yes, flailing like he, a, yes almost like Zoidbergian like a hundred percent when like, Zoidberg goes whoop, 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 he's he just like away. this ball of energy yeah. and he's not really that smart but he's like funny he's actually funny where mm-hmm. I didn't think Jar Jar Brings was funny I think he yeah. was so fucking annoying um but yeah he just flails his arms and I forget his name but like he just had a weird either. he just had a weird stupid. Like yeah, he was side like the core story, kind of yeah. Or for this movie, and like you could totally take his shit out, and the movie would be fine. Yeah, but it's still delightful. I thought it was also really neat how like all of the like the buildings were alive and moved yeah. and stuff, and like they oh, were a I, part of the final battle. I know you're so sad you know. with the one building holding the other building. I can't, I can't even think about. Stuff I like knew that you were so sad about it. I know that I am like a weepy, sad 
dumb idiot. But like for real, that is like, come on. Well, you're talking to the girl that just cried in your kitchen two hours ago, so we're fine. Um, Other than that, okay, so like other than, I'm just going to still keep talking about Hank Pym because I do want to mention when he, when they like get to that cantina scene Mm -hmm. and they all drink the, a shot of that ooze so Mm -hmm. they can hear so everything can be translated. Yeah. It's kind of like the um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I was gonna, with yeah, the, I was going to say the um, the, the Babblefish. Yeah, yeah, from Hitchhikers. It was very similar to that. When yeah, they he just turns to the bartender and says, "Like you have something here that can make me drunk, right?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "This looks like a bar." I assume you, you know what it makes me drunk. That actually brings me to my next point. Uh, Bill Murray's character nope. could take him or leave him. I literally could take him or leave don't him. Don't care. Yeah. I really, when he came out, I was like, oh. And then I was like, oh, whatever. And then he like, was a creep. Yeah. And then, like, also, there's, like, all this news about him literally being a creep. I and I'm know. like, yuck, I don't want to see you pretend to be a creep. Yeah. I just found out that you are a creep. Exactly. Like, you know? Exactly. It sucked. Which also brings me to my next point, which wasn't here until a second ago. I just thought about it. We saw another preview for The Flash. I know. And what is their name? Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. Yeah. There's three of them, at uh-huh. least. <laughs> in this one I i'm like how understand. is that possible that movie must literally how is a movie so he, good that you can let someone kidnap people and be like he, we're still gonna release your movie <laughs> like physically assaulted people uh-huh. kidnap people was on like the lamb from the from the law and it was literally like oh they kidnapped someone in hawaii yeah and then it's like oh they broke into someone's house in connecticut what you're Ooh. all over the place i mean maybe there is multiple versions literally of him who knows um, but yeah, I saw that and I was like, wait, I'm like, I guess we're just doing this full yeah. force. You have like, you have another option for the flash. Yeah. He's already literally on already, TV yeah. every week you could or just, for the last nine years. You could just years. pivot real quick. Yeah. And if you're doing a whole multiverse thing or whatever. Make it somebody else. Literally had the movie open with Ezra Miller being like, oh, I'm the flash. And then that other flash from the TV show. Comes runs right like, through him. Runs through him. He explodes. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh. Uh-oh, sorry. I'm the Flash. What was that? What's universe. that movie? Oh, the bo No, not a movie. A show. The Boys. Doesn't uh-huh. that happen? Yes. Where, like, Freight the arms are holding? Name? Yeah, he yeah. runs through, um... That guy's Huey's girlfriend. girlfriend. The- that is disgusting. <laughs> and it's... So gross. When he's... He's holding her hands for, like, so long afterwards. I know. <sighs> I know. God. That show gr- skeeves me out so hard. I still can't watch it. I know a lot of people can watch it. I know people, a lot of people love it. It's too damn much. I just watch it and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm mm-hmm. miserable. This is miserable. Everyone makes me miserable. I felt that way when I watched that cartoon show that was like that. What cartoon show? It's the one where the guy's in the yellow and the blue and his son is like Invincible. Thing. I yeah. haven't been able to finish Invincible either because it's too much. I just, like, I just, I don't know. With, like, everything, I, and I'm just going to be broad and, like, bundle the whole world together. With sure. everything that just literally goes on in the world, I'm like, <laughs> I can't unwind with hyperviolence. They're I truly, ha- yeah, no, I'm the same My exact way. Is I'm going to watch Abbott Elementary and watch people donate books to kids or some shit yes. like that. And just, like, weep silently. They're going to try to fundraise yeah. and some shenanigans yeah. are going to happen. Let me watch a bake sale where they, you know, 100%. do too good. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I like violence is just like not my thing. Like Mm-mm. even when it comes to horror films, I hate when people ask me if I like horror films because I'm like, no. But yeah, let me tell you, I saw Megan in theaters. I yeah. loved that movie to death. And then mm-hmm. I found out the other day they're like, oh, when it comes to digital purchasing, yeah, there's an unrated cut, and I'm like, I don't need it. No. I want the PG-13 cut that was, like, just a little spooky here and there and, like, jump scares. Yes. I don't need to see Megan literally going ham and, like, you know. I tell this story all the time. Like, Scream, obviously, it's one of my favorite movies. It's perfect First one, it really, truly is. I will watch the next one. Yeah, Yeah. 100%. It may be trash. Don't care. I don't care. I will watch those films Mm -hmm. until the end of the fucking time. Um, However... Like I that those are enjoyable. They're not necessarily super gory, but they're not like cheesy. They're 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 perfect franchise, as you said. Yeah. However, I had like a boyfriend that watched horror films, and we went to go see, um, saw something or uh-huh. other four maybe. There was like eight of them, so I who's don't know. To say? 
but I remember we went to the midnight showing or something. Like, it was very late at night. Mm-hmm. And, like, we had to wait an additional, like, 30 minutes because they had a clean vomit out of the theater. And I'm Never like, Never am I going to hear someone throw up, it was that scary, and be like, why? I gotta see it. And I watch it, and I hate brain stuff. Like, I hate when they do stuff with brains. It really just freaks me the fuck out. Barf. I thought I was going to pass out. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm like, why? Well, this isn't enjoyable for me. Yeah, why are we This sucks. Like, I this? feel like I'm going to pass out in a movie theater. How fucking lame That's is fun. that? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Not no, a huge horror fan. You know what I do like? What? Marvel movies. Marvel movies. Marvel movies. Did you say Marvel? Marvel. I said Marvel. Oh my god, we also saw another preview where Brie Larson's going to be joining the cast of The Fast and the Furious. I'm really curious to see how this goes, because, like, it permission is, to speak broadly? Of course. Always. Men on the internet hate Brie Larson just whole existence, and mm. I don't understand it. But I'm no. really curious to see her a- be added to such a broy franchise. I feel like you overestimate men. Uh-huh. Um... And it's surely because she was a strong, powerful oh, woman I, in a film. Yes, absolutely. In an MCU film. That's why I'm like, I can't understand. Yeah. Girls can't be Ghostbusters. Girls can't be superheroes. You know. Insane. But maybe they could drive cars fast. I hope no, so. girls are girls are terrible at driving. Michelle I think. Rodriguez has been doing it for 20 years. She has. Right? She has. Or did the first one come out in like 99? It came out so long ago. But that's what I said to Liz. I was like, Imagine that, like, we're, like, I said this as, mm-hmm. as Dom Toretto has, <laughs> has been hooked by two separate that helicopters. That scene is insane in that and, trailer. And his fucking muscle car is being lifted to another portion of the bridge. Yes. And simultaneously, as he lands, he crashes the two helicopters he into one his another. so heavily somehow <laughs> that he's Even though able, he's being lifted. <laughs> he's being lifted, yet he, I guess... Turns on some sort of antimatter button in his car, so his <laughs> yes. car can become heavier, yeah. so it can crash down to the, to the lower level of that bridge and yep. merge those helicopters into one another. And I'm like, this derived from Street Racer. <laughs> I've never seen any of those movies, and I'm like, do I want to watch Literally, the whole franchise? I'm going to assume that it's like, it has to be California-based, right? I thought, I said Florida, I think, last name, but I'm pretty sure it's got to be California. It's got, it's... California was a Florida sensibility. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And it's literally just about like street racing and like family and family. Obviously. <laughs> I, in that one trailer, we're just fully talking about fast 10 now. Sure. In the trailer, when they show him like Dom Toretto, right? Mm-hmm. That's his name. When they show him with his son, I'm like, he is too old to have a son that young. <laughs> Listen, Doug, I don't he know if you know this. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. Men. <laughs> They can reproduce until I, the day they fucking die. There needs to literally be a time limit. <laughs> There's no time limit for men. Like, <laughs> you could be <laughs> puffing sir, out you dust. You are too old to have a son that young. And you have sons. Um, also, his son didn't look like him. No. And I, or his mother. And I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's not go into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just fucking kills me that it started as street racing and then like... They did some sort of, like, point break, like, he infiltrates it, but mm-hmm. instead of being a surfer, now he he drives cars. Yeah. And then they become friends, and he's like, I'm not a cop anymore. <laughs> Can <laughs> I make a broad thing? Um, Stop asking on me. On top of us doing the, the Geekery Emo Hour, I think mm-hmm. we should also watch all of these movies. The Fast and the Furious? All ten of them, plus... Hobbs and Shaw, whatever the fuck that is. Only if we could do it live. You want to do it li- live for we- whom? Oh, like a like a watch along. Yes, okay. we yeah. watch no, the I'll movie as we're speaking Create because commentary. I can't, I can't watch it and then I will, we'll and have then it. Just, we'll like, have ten identical episodes. Yeah, of us just going. <laughs> but it's so like then they drove the car and Charlize Theron was there. <laughs> so then they drove the car and Michelle Rodriguez Ooh. wasn't there. But we also we also have to set aside. I think maybe the first movie where The Rock and Vin Diesel are in the movie because they fucking hate each other yes. in real life. Yeah. We got to talk about the beef. Mm-hmm. Got so we'll it. have a beef episode where we go full into the goose about what's going on. Wait, if we do a beef episode, uh-huh. can we take sides? Can yeah. you do like I'm Vin Diesel? No, I'm on the Rock Good. side. Fine, I... fine. You're on Vin Diesel's Vin side. Vin Diesel. <laughs> 
is how he talks. Hey, he does. Uh, a family. He does that raccoon. Oh, is he mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the, the, the raccoon. Foot you're putting your crap Bradley on. Cooper is is the raccoon. Yeah, obviously. Rocket. <laughs> okay. We've totally diver- di- devolved. Do you want to go to a song and then come back with something really horrible? Sure. Okay. So um, let's do that, and we'll come back with a special segment. Sure. Hello, how are you? Like your shoes, love your hair. Hello, how are you? Love that shirt, you look great. Hello, how are you? Love your pants and your smile. Hello, how are you? How's your wife and your kids? Hello, how are you? Love that hat on your head. Hello, how are you? Miss you so. It's nice to see ya. So last night after we left Ant-Man and the Wasp, I had to stop at Stop and Shop to get some groceries. Yes, sir. And I've been on the lookout with some friends of ours for the Pepsi Peeps collaboration. And what's more radio hour than Peeps, right? At this point. I don't think anything screams radio hour more than Peeps. So the idea that we were, we had already like said we were going to do this. And then last night when I found this, I'm like, mm-hmm. ooh. This actually might smell really good. Oh, no. Here, take a sniff. Okay. I brought us highball glasses. Wow, we're <laughs> fucking fancy. So the label's yellow. It's a 2023 limited edition, and it just says artificial marshmallow flavored Pepsi. So I know. I'm just going to smell. I'm really curious. As to, do you like it? Do you just like squeeze the bottle to like burp I'm it at you? I'm afraid it's going to go. <laughs> just up your nose. It, it's weird. It smells better than a peep. It does smell, it smells, I don't know. So, like, I'm not a soda person. You're not much of a soda person either. Not necessarily. I have been, uh, I drink soda every once in a while because my. You're not a bottled soda person. No. No. But I am not, and I'm certainly not a Pepsi person. I was going to say, yeah, are you. I'm definitely not a Pepsi person and I'm not a Peeps person, so I'm nervous. What I would say is like a Pepsi household. This is actually hilarious that it expired. This has an expiration date of April 24th, 2023. Oh, so like soon. Like 
as soon as Easter's over, like, get that, it's get done. that pizza out of here. Jesus Christ. So, can you explain in words, like, what it smells like? Is there any? I do smell marshmallow. Like, it really does. So I wanted to see if, like, this has any. It does. Well, it says marshmallow. Okay, so carbonated water, flavored. high fructose corn syrup, natural flavor, caramel color, acid, whatever. So it doesn't seem to have any sort of like information on what the marshmallow. The only thing I know that is. goes into marshmallows is uh, bones. Yeah, that's why I'm Ground like, up I hope bones. there's not bones in. I, I, <laughs> I don't hope there's know. not bones in my Pepsi. I would like to think that like. It is one of those things where they could recreate the taste without it actually having to be a marshmallow. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wouldn't think that you could put the components of a marshmallow in a liquid and have it be okay. I'm not... So I'm not like a huge Pepsi fan. I did like Pepsi Max or Pepsi Zero One, whatever the one is. I know that there was a Max. I'm assuming that Max? there's a Pepsi. That was their like Coke One I know Coke Zero. Coke Zero. So maybe, yeah. it was, maybe it was Max. I had had that like a couple times. I really want to like... I love the way this smells. It's, I don't, I don't. No? I don't. Right, and I'm so, trying to, hold on. Okay. I got to understand mm-hmm. what it smells like. It's <laughs> really fucking throwing me because it's like, it smells like a hint of sweet, mm-hmm. but it also smells like yeasty. Oh, I don't get yeasty. Hold That'd be on. so disgusting. It's, there's something off about it. There's something off about that smell that's mm-hmm. like, shouldn't be there. It's like just unnatural. All right. All right. Ready? Well, cheers. Let's see. All right. I'm so scared. This just tastes like Pepsi. Yeah. It doesn't taste like anything. No, almost. it does. It almost doesn't even taste like Pepsi to me. No, it does at the end. Have you ever seen that video of Britney Spears? And she's being interviewed on like Entertainment Tonight or one of those things. And um, she had like had a spokesmanship, whatever, with Pepsi. Yeah. Back when. And someone was like, do you really like Pepsi? And she goes, oh my God, yeah, no, I really like Pepsi. And the guy was like, okay, well, what's your favorite Pepsi? And she she literally looks at him and she goes, what's Pepsi? Pepsi's goes, Pepsi. Pepsi's Pepsi. Yeah. yeah, Pepsi's Pepsi. Like, she looks disgusted that he oh, asked her, yeah. like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Pepsi's Pepsi. But girl, you got and wild cherry like, Pepsi? He's like, no, I mean, like, and he like kind of elaborates Pepsi? in a way and she goes, oh no, just regular Pepsi. Like, she like <laughs> calms down. Oh, but she I has her hackles up. She's like, Dude, Pepsi's Pepsi. What? I fucking saw that and you know for a fact, like, she she definitely doesn't drink Pepsi, mm. and she's like very much covering her tracks. I don't I know. Di- I hate this. It this is like this is Pepsi, but worse. This mm-hmm. is Pepsi, but worse. And I do taste the marshmallow. It's at the very end, but it's it's like that smell. I can't really put a finger on what that taste is mm-hmm. or what that smell is. But it's not it's not marshmallow. I'm trying to like sip it differently. I feel like, first of all, I feel like I'm treating this like whiskey. I literally keep swirling it like this and like smelling it. I'm like, hmm. And have you noticed, well, I haven't taken a big drink of it, but the carbonation is almost. It's bad. Is not there. It feels flat. Yeah. Also. Which. And I just we, bought this yesterday and I just opened yeah, it. I didn't shake it or anything. It literally, Doug, ha- it's a, tw- it's a, what is that, a 20 ounce? Yeah. 20 ounce bottle. Mm-hmm. And he just opened it right now. So the fact that it's like flat already. I will give it to maybe mold. Does it taste like mold? Like mold, like it's just. Ba- I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna finish it. With okay. This big Should sip we do here. a big sip? Yeah. Let's and do say big okay. Sip. No, it it just tastes. Maybe it is like an old. It just tastes flat and yeah. bad. Yeah. I don't like it. No. No, this sucked. As I thought, but the it also sucks. Like I love the iconic. The little peep, little peep outside. Little yeah. peep is iconic. Yeah. Both, the, both the chick and the and, and you know what that one. yellow is going to stick out. This yellow, it, it did help it stick out. I saw it from a fucking distance. Oh my god, I want to tell. The <laughs> I almost wanted to tell the cat pellet story <laughs> from Shopping. Oh, no. so I'm not going to say it, but I feel like you need things to stick out sometimes. <laughs> I do need things to stick out, especially the girls. I feel like sad good. that they wasted the yellow on the peep. Well, this was like lemon Pepsi. Oh, lemon Pepsi? used to have that no. years ago. Yeah, like when they first started doing like all this, like mm-hmm. when cherry wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I remember they vanilla. had Vanilla. They had lime. They had van- vanilla. was like Still my favorite. Yeah. But like, 
This is not it. I don't know. Um, a hack if anyone needs it. It's I love better in the bottle even than it does. It in does. That cup. Um, mm-hmm. Wawa has especially some Wawas have really nice ice, mm-hmm. but they have that soda machine, uh-huh. and I always like get um a Coke Zero. With vanilla. So it's like vanilla Coke Zero. And it's yeah. fucking but fantastic. But it's with vanilla. It's not a vanilla Coke even. It's like... Yes. Yeah. But it's still it's, delightful. Yeah, Coke with vanilla flavoring. I love it. They do some weird crazy... Like, that's like the stupid ones where the, you can I make don't know the what whole they call thing. Yeah, they like, build your own Coke. Yeah. And you can make, like, orange vanilla. It's you can disgusting. Make a, you can make a fucking Sprite with, what, with vanilla. You can make whatever. Yeah. That's not great. But if you go back to basics and just do a classic vanilla Coke... It's delightful. So we're going to give Pepsi Peep, Peepsy a big ol' thumbs down. <laughs> Fart noise. Don't like it. Don't care for it. I I already hate Pepsi. I don't mm-hmm. like Pepsi. I don't remember any of those flavors. Our household was definitely not a soda house. Mm-hmm. Um, if we ever had soda, it was the ShopRite brand. Do you remember those? <laughs> they were delightful. Their mm-hmm. black cherry soda remember was they used to have amazing. that scrunchy. The, the the brown bear, he his name he had yes. like a yellow t shirt on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, he would be on the on the bottles sometimes. Yeah, the packaging of their like weird stuff like that. And my love for Coke actually came from our friend Lauren. Yeah. Anytime we went over her house, she had Coca Cola products. Yeah, always, never. Pepsi. I feel like as a kid, we would go to my grandfather's house, and he literally had a vending machine. A Pepsi? Of no, just soda. Like, oh, just soda. Oh, cool. He had YooHoo in it. He had like, yeah. Oh, that's fucking dope. Yeah. YooHoo's amazing. And I remember like drinking cans of soda or whatever at my grandfather's house, and specifically my uncle Doug calling uh, all the kids, my cousins, myself, my brothers, assholes if we um, didn't finish a can of soda. Wow. And this year on Christmas, I caught myself being frustrated with all of my nieces and nephews. Leaving open bottles of water all over the house. Yeah, you know, like there was we they for some reason at Christmas we like ran out of bottles of water, but uh-huh. you know, all the kids had like hundreds of them all around, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, you're not a dickhead like your uncles. You got this. what's that? <laughs> what's that quote from Batman? Live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Or <laughs> I've lived long enough to see myself. Become the villain. All right, let's go to another song and then come back and have some shop news. Oh, right on. Just put this record down Take my advice Cause we are bad news We will leave you high and dry It's not worth the hearing you lose It's just past day And I'm feeling young and reckless The ribbon on my wrist says Do not open before Christmas
Hey, Doug. Uh, Kaylin. What's going on at the shop? So, actually, I'm kind of excited to announce here for the first time that on March 11th, we'll be having a big sale to celebrate the reboot anniversary. Right on. Award that I made up last year. Yes. We celebrated the anniversary of the move to the bigger shop. I love so we'll the reboot anniversary. Right? It's, it's, it actually does kind of flow as like a Dr. Seussian bullshit word. Yeah. So, to celebrate... All of our graphic novels and trade paperbacks will be buy two, get one free. All of our Funko Pops will be buy two, get one free. Wow. And all of the back issues in the back issue room will be 50% off. Love that. On top of that, our good friend Erica Schultz, writer extraordinaire, will be by signing copies of X-23, her new comic series that will have launched that week, and copies of Hollow's Eve, her other new comic series that oh, will have right launched on. the week before that. Since Erica uh, was with us before, she's now has these two. Not, this is like a really cool time to have her because okay. she's launching two new number ones with Marvel Amazing. a couple of days apart from each other. Yeah. So we asked her to come by the weekend after both books finally come out. So That's we amazing. Have her do a double signing there. And what time is she coming? She'll be there from uh, 12 to 3. 12 to 3. Yeah. Right on. And, um, on the reboot anniversary. Yes, on the reboot anniversary. That's, that's perfect timing. I'm like super excited for her um, X23 series. Do you yeah. know who X23 is? That's Wolverine's Bigly, clone yeah. daughter. Yeah. She rules. Does She's she? Such a cool character. Yeah. Is she a part of the movies in for a little bit? I think she was in the Logan movie. Yeah. I didn't see that. Me either. I didn't see that. But um, this is a series now. I haven't read it yet, but it takes place in like the past. It's mm-hmm. like a legacy storyline okay. of her when she was a little bit younger than she is right now. They've been doing a lot of this at Marvel lately, kind of giving writers an opportunity to fill in some blanks from some the past. Some backstory. Instead, yeah. You know, sometimes it gives you a different approach to the character. Like, Laura's kind of a well-rounded character now who's gone through a lot and kind of come through the other end. Mm-hmm. And this book, I think, might take a different approach of her being a little bit... More of like a scared, angrier character than okay. she is now. She's Coming kind of, age. of like nowadays. She's like um, she's a younger sister, cl- a clone of herself that she like helps mentor and stuff. Amazing. She's a, she's a little bit more like uh, you know fully formed, okay, and as a person, you know, right on than just like this angry, scared kid that she was in the past. And yeah. Stuff. So I'm looking forward to reading that. And what was the other one that she was coming out Hollow's with? Hollow's Eve, which is a new miniseries that's spinning out of the Spider-Man Dark Web event. Okay. Hollow's Eve is, um, I haven't read the Dark Web event, but she is this like witch character that can change who she is by wearing these different masks. Amazing. She seems really, really cool. And like some of the covers that they've released for this book uh-huh. look so fucking cool. There's this one that I have to show you that looks like a zine almost. Like it's mm-hmm. like these different clippings and everything. It's I've never seen a comic cover like it. It's yeah. that interesting to me. I'm like, this is so weird. Like it's like cut and paste and I love the story about really kind of cool. You gotta tell me if it's any good. Yeah. No, she looks really cool. Yeah. I'm like hopeful that the series is really neat. Right on. So she'll be here signing both of those books as well as we'll have of course copies of um uh, Deadliest Bouquet, mm-hmm. still available, the single issues and the graphic novel. And, um, oh, we also have her other book that she um, launched a preview of at uh, New York Comic Con. We stuffed some copies of that as well. Right now. So, huge sale, great signing, lots of fun to look forward to, March 15th. March, March 11th. Christ, March 11th. God damn, it's a Saturday. <laughs> it's What's March late. 15th? March 15th. I have no idea. It's just a date. So that's a... What did I just see was happening on March 15th? That's a Wednesday. I think it's a TV show that starts March 15th. Okay. (gasps) What? Is it Ted Lasso? (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Yeah, it's Ted Lasso. It starts March 15th. Thank you. You got it. Believe. Yeah. Doug? <laughs> that teaser for Ted Lasso season three sucked. I'm it like, that's really literally did. nothing. And it went on for way too long. Not one thing. No. Didn't matter. Why hasn't that show been on? I don't know. Like, why has it taken so long to make this season? I really, I couldn't tell you. And it might be the final season also. Really? Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. I really liked it. This smells overwhelmingly like marshmallow. I can still me. smell it. But it didn't taste anything like this. I don't know if it's coming off from there or, from the, or jar, the cups. From the bottle. From the jar. (laughs) 
It definitely tastes more carbonated from the bottle. But still not marshmallowy. I'd rather lap up puddle water and drink more of that. Damn. The cat bowl is right there for water to be <laughs> All right. So I think we successfully did it, Kaylin. I think we made another episode of Radio Hour. You know what? I don't think it's going to be our best, but I think it's going to be one it's of them. It's, de- it's definitely the most current. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the most current. It's definitely the only one in 2023. Yep. So far. Those are things. Yeah. So yeah, enjoy. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. What does Janie Haddad say on Stay of Homekins? You get what you paid for. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) y'all. All right, let's fucking leave. All right, so this podcast is based out of a comic book shop located called The Geekery, located at 19 Little Street in Madawan, New Jersey. The Geekery can be found online at The Geekery NJ. This podcast can be found on social media still at The Geekery Radio. (laughs) And I can be found... Still at Father K. I am at Dumble Stiltskin. Thanks for listening to this episode that is exactly one hour as I'm saying this. Wow. Right Look at us. Geek Free Radio Hour. Keeping promises. Bye. Bye.